Wildling Press presents. How do I book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and, of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Christina. I'm Grace. I'm Mike. I'm Mary Payton. And today we're here to talk about hedging. Hedging. With a... An H. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to be clear. I learned what edging was from Orange is the New Black like eight years ago. Oh. Um, that's not what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also the kind of edging that you do with like a power tool in your front lawn. But mm-hmm. also, I think hedging is something you do with a power tool in your front lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Wow, what versatile terms. Mm-hmm. It's also something that everyone does all the time. Yep. My understanding of hedging based on my personal experience, is that it's kind of like when you sometimes add like filler words to sort of like lessen the impact, so to speak, of what you're like saying. I think that's how I feel about it anyway. Ooh, girl. Christina. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so all of those words I just said are hedging. (laughs) Yeah. Great example. There's nothing wrong with hedging. I want to be really clear right off the bat. Everyone hedges all the time. It's just something that people do. Some people are trained to do so more than other people. And we'll get into that more later. But this episode is not here to tell you to stop saying like and I think. Mm -hmm. But just like a lot of other subjects, especially when it comes to the difference between like speech and writing, it's important to know what it is so that you can identify when you maybe shouldn't be using it. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to like do like an air horn every time someone says a hedging word no, in this. No, in that's, this that's no one will ever listen to it. Okay, I'll do like a cute little chime then. Yeah. Okay. That's that's there nice. you go. Maybe in the background, like a reading rainbow, like as you're doing the hedging word, it's like... Doo-doo-doo. It'll sound like just like elevator music through the whole yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> do different notes every time. <laughs> we'll make a song. So hedging is like what you do when you're trying to say something, convey information or ask a question, and you add additional language to diffuse responsibility, Mm -hmm. diffuse meaning and Mm -hmm. account for margin of error, Mm -hmm. which a lot of times is like other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the, the majority of it. Maybe half of it. Yeah. I think that especially the place that I seek to eradicate hedging the most is in professional emails Mm -hmm. and other professional language, definitely books, you know, book editing, character dialogue. Yes. Hedging because that's organic, but in the book itself, maybe not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would love to jump in on that because with the professional emails, when we all first started working together, I would definitely send over an email for someone to edit for me to make sure that I'm getting my idea across. Before you sent it to like a client. So before I sent it to a client, because in so many times you came back and said, take I think out of here, because what you're telling them, you know, and you're just trying to like soften the blow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of letting them know that 
you know what you're talking about and you almost like I'm trying to protect their feelings. They're like, but no, you need to be more direct about it. You don't think this, you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think also sometimes, <laughs> wow, every word I just said. I'm, gonna uh, be, I'm really doing the chime thing. So <laughs> don't, don't worry about flagging them. <laughs> so sometimes hedging, I think can be confused with like diplomacy, mm-hmm. but you can still be direct and diplomatic at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I had to learn. Well, there are there certainly are places to use hedging where it's actually a, a good tactic. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of us right now, but no, totally. Go right ahead. In a conflict with someone, especially someone you have a relationship with of uh, of any sort, maybe outside of your professional environment, hedging in a way can be useful to start with things like, "I feel like this is how things are going." Mm-hmm. I honestly would th- say that if you're having like in a, let's say you're like fighting with your partner mm-hmm. and you're doing like I statements, I don't think that's hedging because it's like a conversation oh. about your emotions. You know okay. what I mean? So it's so not, like the language, yeah, so the language itself does not mm-hmm. hedging make because okay. another example is for like the word sometimes you could use that to hedge. Like I sometimes feel what, you know, you could use that to hedge. But you can also use it to literally say this only happens sometimes. Right. So it's so much less about the words and more about the intent. But I do agree with your point, Mary Payton, that there is a time and a place for hedging. Mm -hmm. And like I said, being aware of it, you can choose when to hedge and when to not hedge. Have you all seen the there's a I think it's a tweet or something online that someone posted. And she's like, I'm just a girl um, rereading my email and. Uh, taking out exclamation points and I think to make it sound more professional or something like that. And Mm -hmm. so many people have shared that. Uh, I think a lot of women probably because that tends to be something that women do a lot is Mm -hmm. hedging, uh, making themselves uh, feel a little bit or look a little bit smaller. Yeah. It's definitely a gendered thing. Mm -hmm. And when I say it's a gendered thing, I don't mean men don't hedge because Mm -hmm. Mike is one of the worst freaking hedgers I've ever met in my life. For sure. (laughs) And I use a lot of exclamation points in my emails that I have to go through and edit a few out. So I'm like, wow, you're not that excited. (laughs) But just like many other things, women are exposed to this more and it's enforced women hedging enforce other women hedging. Mm -hmm. And so the reason that this is a gender thing is because, oh, oh my God, would you look at that? The patriarchy strikes again. Yeah. It's because women shouldn't know for sure. (laughs) We should be waiting for a man to confirm. (laughs) And I think that spills over to queer culture, too, because I think that's where a lot of my hedging comes from is feeling like minority or, you know, the smaller voice at times. It's like the feeling of walking into a boardroom of white dudes and being like, Oh, I am not an authority here. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you are, you should really grasp it and own it. Yes. So I think that the most important application of the awareness of hedging and just being careful of your hedging is women in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Reviewing your emails and starting to maybe even clock your language in like presentations and stuff for hedging can make you a firmer authority about your specialty. Absolutely. That's something that I definitely had to learn when I edit. Um, When I edit for an author and I leave comments about the changes that I've made. Um, This is where I do it the most often because it is my area of expertise, but I still feel a lot of times like I have to 
say it in a way that's not going to hurt their feelings and stuff. Yeah, there's is- always a bit of anxiety, even though editing mm-hmm. an author's work is like a beautiful partnership. There's always a lot of anxiety about how it's going to be received. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I often go back and say, but a lot of the times the comments that I leave are rules from Chicago mm-hmm. Mango style. They're not my opinion. And so I have to go back and remember not to treat it like I'm saying my opinion here. I'm saying a fact. I'm saying a piece of my expertise. So I take out the word I think or maybe you should mm. um, when it when yeah. it's, it's situations like that where I, I know that this should be corrected in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of time for me, you're forming a sentence, you're writing it down. I don't notice I've done it until it's written. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go back and delete it. Even in book editing, sometimes you should still be hedging, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, I think this comes across this way. Yeah, um, maybe they perceive it differently. Maybe they intended it differently. But especially yeah, with that grammatical stuff. Yeah, if it's a stylistic and- change, I think there's definitely room for hedging because there is a way to put sentences together in like a way that makes them nicer for the person receiving them. And I think that yeah. that It's a good thing to keep in mind, especially if maybe you're working on an edit that has like a ton of recommendations. And so, you know, you don't want anyone to be discouraged. Everyone's on the same team. So, you know, I think there is a difference between just being incredibly direct without sounding like an actual person, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. and compromising on your authority. So I feel like there's a bit of a sweet spot. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's the whole point of all of this is like, is just like, know that you're doing it so that you can be always in pursuit of that sweet spot. And it's the kind of thing that's a practice, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm not out here being like, you need to cancel hedging. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, next time you write an email, think about it, you know, and like, like I mentioned, um, I've been aware of hedging for a long time. It's something uh, it's a phenomenon. <laughs> I'm like, well, this seems like such a dramatic word. Mm-hmm. It's something that people do that was uh, brought to my awareness back in my linguistics classes in college. And so like, it's a practice. Like I mentioned, I still hedge all the time. But what I do is I literally always go back to make sure that the hedging is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of all I have to say about this one. Um, hedging is pretty, there's some episodes where it's like, let me explain this concept to you. Oh, well, that's a definition right there. <laughs> Here's, just some other examples of hedging language. Um, there's a lot of them. This is not a comprehensive list. I think I heard, in my opinion, my understanding is kind of, sort of, sometimes, dot, 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 or something, or whatever. You ever get to the end of a sentence and you have lost confidence through that <laughs> sentence and at the end you slap a or whatever. Oh, I so do that all the time on this podcast. It's not or whatever. Like, or whatever is meaningless. Yeah. I think everything you just listed, I've said them all in one sentence before. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of dot, dot, dots in here too. And yeah. Uh-huh. I am crazy for the dot, dot, dot. <laughs> when you use hedging language, you are saying there is uncertainty here. Right. So the point of seeking out your hedging language is to evaluate if there is actually uncertainty here. That's a good way to put it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I said, don't worry about this too much in your regular speech, unless it's something that you just want to get better about. But it's really good to have it in mind when you are communicating and writing. Um, if you are actually trying to hedge or if you are not and you can just say goodbye to that 
or or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> and that's how you book. You should have said, and that's how you book, or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and that's how you book, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> This episode was written and edited by me, Christina Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying blog post and visit us online at Wildling Press on social media or at wildlingpress.com. <laughs>